let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Hey, everybody, back for another edition of the podcast. Into May now here on Retirement Elevated with Sean and myself. Uh, in the middle of May here, so we've got some good weather heading our way. Hopefully it stays around and we get an inching closer to Memorial Day. So we're going to talk about doing some research this uh, week on the podcast. So, you know, feeling informed about decisions we make is crucial to whatever it is that we're doing. And, you know, whether it's uh, getting prepped in springtime or, you know, doing stuff around the house and trying to figure out what things you want to work on and kind of you know learning the best this, that, or the other, same thing financially. You want to do some research and make sure you're not just grabbing a hold of whatever. And often what happens is we maybe get overloaded, and we, we're going to talk about that in a second. But what's going on, my friend? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Just getting ready for the summertime. Kids That's out of right. school, and we're leaving. We're going to go to Florida for a little bit. First nice. time the kids will be on a plane since oh, this yeah. whole thing yeah, went yeah. down. Yeah. Nice. Are you guys doing that like over Memorial or what's going on? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. kids get out of school that Friday before and we're gone for about a week. Gotcha. Yeah, so we got a couple of weeks to go still, but we're getting there. Uh, but hey, making a decision, right? It's, it's important. Do some research. Uh, if you guys are thinking about Whatever it is that you're doing, Sean, in life, with doing something for the kids or yourselves, typically you do a little bit of research on it. And pe- well, you mentioned vacations. Most people typically do more research and planning for a vacation than they do their retirement. Exactly, which is shocking. But you gotta I mean, find the things to do. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I get it. It's not as sexy as a retirement. I mean, as a vacation, but it's like a long vacation. So. <laughs> It's right. a really long vacation, so maybe you should put a little thought into it. Just a little. Just a little, right? So let's talk about ways we can get better uh, research and information. Obviously, the world, you know, we turn to the Google or whatever the case might be. Uh, we go on the Internet for things, tons of things, or even, you know, heck, you can even watch your favorite TV shows or your favorite news sources on the Internet. But people get a lot of that stuff from places that way. You know, any primary media voices that, that you see people listening to, or, or is there, you know, some that you prefer? And, and no endorsements, just simply saying, hey, this is a decent resource or something like that. You know, I don't watch a lot of the the financial news or shows or radio, listen to the radio shows or, right. or anything, because there, there's really two two sides to that table. One, it's the, it's the advisor paid stuff. You okay. know, oh, I got a TV show. Well, you paid for that. It's marketing. Right. Um, or, you know, it's, you know, you got the Kramers and the Susie Ormans and the Dave Ramsey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they all have their own philosophies, right? Sure. And, and that, that's great, I think, that listening to, to some of those big national people, mm-hmm. you know, they've, they've Might got... Might get an insight here and there, maybe? Yeah, you've got... They, they've got ideas, but the thing to remember is that those guys, they're not licensed anymore. It's not like they're... <laughs> they're not seeing people anymore. Advisors. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. That's for sure. They're they're talking about finance, and they're well-equipped to talk about finance, but it, it's not like they're they're pinpointing your specific situation. And, or even active anymore with the yeah. clients. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're those guys are are just talking. Well, that's that's one of the things that it's made podcasting blow up so much, right? As a as an industry, as a medium, whatever you want to call it, because you know, just like for what we're doing and and thousands of other advisors all around because you're still in the trenches every day, Sean. You're still seeing mm-hmm. people. You're still, you know, working on things. So you can talk about the stuff that you see and know and do. Yeah, we're still keeping it somewhat general because everybody's situation is unique. But at least you're, you know, you still have your, you know, like I said, your feet to the fire, so to speak. Whereas the the primary, those big media heads, they might you might pull out a useful nugget or two, but then you want to run that past 
your actual advisor to see if it's the right thing for you or get one before you run it past them, right? Right. And I look at it like if somebody says that a financial decision 100% of the time is always bad or wrong or always right or wrong, they're not an advisor because investing in the S&P 500 all the time isn't necessarily the right thing for everybody to yeah, do. right. And so I have a hard time with that because everybody's situation is unique and the financial decisions that should be made um, should be made off of facts and logic rather than myths and emotions. I got to ask, do you guys get frustrated when people come in and say, and this is my second one, and there's pros and cons to this and we'll debate it, but do you guys get frustrated as, as a general rule people come in and say, well, I read on the internet that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, I had a guy... Um, this was a couple a couple of years ago that came to meet with us and and he met us through our retire one of our retirement elevate courses our five hour course that goes through you know what we feel are the five most important pillars of planning mm-hmm. and he spent five hours with us you know just talking about you know financial planning in general and the process to go through and build your plan and in his first meeting he had a stack of papers and you know we asked people to bring a lot of things. But it wasn't his statements. He had his statements and all his other financial documents okay. in a briefcase. And he just threw these down. And he said, this is all the research I've done on annuities. I don't want any. Oh, okay. Right. So he brought the research he'd been working on. <laughs> I was like... Okay. And, and it was okay. a lot of articles and things? Yeah. I'm like, okay. One, we're not there yet. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know where we're going yet. And two, I don't care what the tool is that your plan that's being put in your plan, as long as the tool that's put in your plan is the right tool. Annuities, life insurance, uh, mutual funds, ETFs, those are those are tools to accomplish a goal, not the end goal. So you don't build the plan around the tools. You use the right tools for your plan. Yeah, and we do that a lot. We've you know obviously through the years we've been seeing people do that where we we'll use the internet, we'll go on, we'll see pros or cons, good or bad about something, and then we allow it to inform us to at the point where we then you know kind of cut off that option and say I, I don't want to hear about it. I refuse to even talk about it. And we've obviously we all know that we've gotten very very opinionated and judgmental over the last several years. It seems seems like about everything. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of it's social media based and whatnot. And so you're really kind of doing yourself a disservice by closing off a door before you even know if it's viable. I mean, like it, they need to deal with an annuity in this guy's case. But then again, it might be the only or the best option for X, Y, or Z. Exactly. Yeah. So you got to just, you got to watch that. Uh, well, bias, really, that you know we can get from doing too much research. And I guess that's probably the big con of the Internet is uh, doing too much research and then putting yourself in that position where you've, you've talked yourself right out of something before you ever really sit down with a professional to see if it's you know, a workable resource. And, Sean, to your point, if, if you walk into an advisor's office and the first thing they say is, hey, let's talk about an annuity, and they've barely gotten to know you, well, then you're probably right on by saying, I'm not interested mm-hmm. in one of those, right? Right, because they're not really there. You're not really sitting down with an advisor and a professional to talk to you about the best plan. They're just trying to sell you a product. They've already showed you what tools they what tools they can use, right. and they're going to build your house with that tool, regardless. And, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you know, uh, Happy Gilmore. You know, you're going to play the entire game with just the driver and the putter, right? Yep. You know, well, very few people could actually do that, right? And, and, and do it well. So, it, yeah, don't do it. Have the right tools in the uh, in the tool bag. Uh, is it possible to do too much research? Kind of ties into what we were just saying. I used to throw my wife under the bus with this one a lot, Sean. She goes on, uh, you know, she'd go on the Amazon app, especially during the pandemic or even before it, 
And, you know, she's just like just scrolling away and looking and looking. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, well, I'm trying to decide if I want this top or something. I was like, well, we'll just buy one. She's like, well, there's just too many. You know, now I've looked at too many tops. I don't know which one to do. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's funny because you can do that with cars too, right? You just research, research, research. Oh, yeah. We were just talking about classic cars. Yeah, I did the same thing for like weeks on end. Exactly. And I'm the guy that the last handful of cars that I've I've purchased, I've picked the color, I've picked the options, I've, I've built the car, uh-huh. and I, I buy it, and I'm like, do you want to drive it? Nope. I know how a car drives. I'm good to go. <laughs> but when when you look at making financial decisions, you know, the more independent research that you do, and the, the further down the rabbit hole you get, you know, whether it's online or listening to whatever it may be, the harder it becomes to, to kind of wade through the weeds and figure out what does my plan specifically need and how is it going to benefit me? How is it going to hurt me? And, and then you start, you know, well, going back to the annuity discussion, well, you could, you could print articles on both sides of the table. You know, annuities are great, 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 great. Or, oh, annuities are the worst. They're, they're bad. They're bad. They're bad. They're bad. They're bad. And then you have so much information. It's like, well, what's right or wrong for me yeah. and, and how do I make it work for my plan? Yeah, I've now lost track of my my original goal. <laughs> exactly. I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. Well, I was going to ask you about a negative, you know, uh, impact of research, but we kind of highlighted that. Anything positive that jumps to mind? Have you do you have kind of a similar story to the guy with, you know, who walked in and said no versus maybe someone who's come in and said, "Hey, I've done some research, I've done some planning. Here's what I think." And then you've kind of gone through the processes and, "Hey, you're you're actually pretty on target there." This has happened a, a couple of times. One the benefit of over research is how retirement elevated was born. Uh, it was a conversation with my mom. She had so she had done so much research on her own. Oh, okay. That I was like, all right, let's let's build something that can get the facts out there, and that's how retirement elevated itself was born. You know, all the time we've done the podcast, I'm not sure you shared that with us, and if you did, it was way long ago because we're on episode like 88, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, so the, I mean, it was about eight years ago my mom was in the transition phase of getting closer and closer to retirement. Right. And we had the same discussions and that Sean, there's, there's radio people out here. I'm getting seminar invitations. She didn't want to bug me because she's in Massachusetts and which doesn't make any sense. I, I built her plan with her and, and we, and we did that, but she was starting to do that research and it was so much for her Mm -hmm. that uh, my partner, Scott and I, we just said, well, let's build a class. And that's how Retirement Elevated was created. And that was the idea around it was, let's build a course that you can come to, that the public can come to, they can learn, and we can start individuals on the process to build their plan. And that's that's how it was created. That's awesome. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, there's nothing wrong with... I think when you're talking about research, especially in, a, in an arena like this, it's good to have a good basic knowledge of the things that you you know you want to be aware of so that you can walk into the conversation feeling as though you're, you're getting it, right? If we go in to see our doctor sometimes and they start talking over our head or they start talking about something we weren't prepared for, we do feel a little lost and sometimes we feel like a little taken aback from it. So it's nothing wrong with getting some basic research and some basic knowledge together. And obviously, if you're working with a good professional, Sean, that's one of the things you're trying to convey anyway. You're trying to educate and convey that stuff. So it's like, okay, look, you come in with some knowledge. Uh, If I'm talking too fast or I'm going over your head or something's not registering, stop me, hit the pause button and ask to explain and let's dive in, right? So education is key to all that. Exactly. Yeah. So do some research. Just don't go crazy. Don't do to the point where you just make yourself, you know, 
numb <laughs> to it, yeah. whatever, to whatever, or, or to a product, right, or to an idea. Just don't, yeah, don't drive Fo- yourself crazy. Follow a process. Mm-hmm. Find an advisor that has a process that's written out that sets expectations that will give you a clearly defined written plan. And the process is the key. It's not the products. It's not the investments. Follow a process. Boom. Great way to end the podcast. So, folks, thanks for hanging out with us here on Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, whatever platform you like to use. You can find all of that right there on those apps. Many of those are pre-installed on your phone already. For an Apple user, for example, you can go right to Apple Podcasts and just type in Retirement Elevated. Or you could stop by the website if you'd like to do that as well. A lot of good tools, tips, and resources from the team at ElevateMyRetirement.com. That's ElevateMyRetirement.com. And we'll see you next time here on the show. For Sean, I'm Mark. We'll catch you later here on the show. Tune in next time for more Retirement Elevated. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisors.